Adversity, bring it. The struggle, we welcome it. Snooze on life, never that. We are Dave Regina and Mike Perella, and this is the No Snooze Podcast. Come on. Welcome back, No Snooze Podcast, episode 144. As always, I'm in the booth with the big three. Michael, the show Pirelli. Claudio, the voice. Valenzuela, looking like Ebro in the morning back there, man. And I am Dave, the body, Regina. Michael, how the hell are you, my brother? Well, first off, <laughs> I look like a goddamn ghost. <laughs> I know. So, me too, can we add a filter on this? Do you know how to do that? Because yours has a filter. Yeah. Whatever's on him, no, there's a little light. tan cover. All right, then turn my lights off. Listen, by the time this airs, I'm I'm going to be in Miami. I'm just calling it. Now. Are you going to Miami? Yeah, why not? Big Let's fight go. this weekend. Let's go. Not this weekend, but I'll go maybe next weekend. I okay. But <laughs> I, I have to say, how do I put this gingerly? Me and Dana stopped by Miami briefly on a trip. Stop by Miami. Stop by. We drove into <laughs> Miami, right? Hung out at the beach, like just people watch. I never felt so fish out of water than I did in Miami. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. And, yeah. But. I was like, Dave the Chameleon, this is his spot, you know? <laughs> yeah, I have a video. So I used to go to Miami a lot. And nowadays, going to Miami is, is much different because- Business trips you know, now, Ocean David? Drive, Ocean Drive is, it was cool back you know, years ago. Now you don't really go to Miami to go like on Ocean Drive. Maybe you stop by, grab a wet willy, and then you're out of there. But there's a lot of, a lot of activity that goes on that you just don't really want to be associated with yep. now that you're a young business professional, right? Okay. Um, but you know, one of my times in Miami, I have a video back probably 2015, 16, there was this dude um, that was clearly on uh, bath salts. You remember when they were eating people in Miami? Yes. There yes. was like a, 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 a serious like wave of this where they were like literally eating other humans. Yes, it was like a zombie thing, right? My man was, he had um, uh, lights from a Christmas tree wrapped around <laughs> his entire body. Yeah. And he was literally in the water, like acting like he was just like eating himself. And I have it on video. <laughs> no, I swear to God. And that was one of my funniest memories in my and i'm like recording him and i yeah. put a funny song in the background but i'm like this what, guy is, what is this and yeah. people really take these drugs and you, you look at what you're doing to your life <laughs> sad stuff man. exhibit a that's why i'll avoid miami for a little bit yeah right yeah <laughs> um in other news though man we had a nice little little outing you know we had the nicest date yeah, it was you know nice. bro date uh Oh, funny. I, have I didn't get the invite. My bad. Yeah. You did, but Someone well, was traveling. We, we specifically didn't go to Jamie's spot because you weren't there. CV. He was here when we were discussing that. Yes. I, I think so. Yes. Right? You were? Yeah. yeah. How, oh, was, was. how was Dinosaur Barbecue? You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. experience. We're yeah. going to get to we it. We actually did not go, but thank you. Very oh, okay. Much. Yeah. Uh, Mike talked about it. Better off. Um, starting off at the, the Cigar Lounge. What do you yeah. call it? Lounge Club? Yeah, Lounge. Cigar Lounge. Dave strategically gets his seat right in the front. Right, like so, you come into this room. Have you been to the Scar Lounge, CV? It, what a treat! So you <laughs> you come in, you pick a cigar. Dave knows everyone, obviously, and then he parks us right in the first set of recliners. Nice leather 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 recliners. My back's to the entry door, and then Dave is kind of uh, adjacent, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. So as people are walking in, this guy's the first people, first one that people <laughs> see. I not I won't. Everyone, 
I'm not exaggerating. Literally everyone paid the respects to the Don Corleone. <laughs> and then he was like, this is my friend Mike. And I like shook everyone's hand. I never felt more like a politician. Um, there was an American flag next to us too, right? Did you, did you notice that? There was a, I didn't see there that. was a flagpole right next to us. Was it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it it was a it was like the closest I've ever experienced to be with a, a president. I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. That's but a great experience. Good the time, crew right? in there. Yeah. Like I was noticing people were skipping as they were coming in. Like so it just it, it put us in a good mood. It was a great little appetizer. Yep, yep. They give you a nice thing of chocolate to have with your cigars. Uh, he brought a nice. What was it McAllen? We had uh, no. We did a uh, we did lower end. We did uh, Basil Hayden. Basil Hayden's nice. Though. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, he's but poop, it, he's poo pooing all my stuff. You know, all the average people. No, 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 no. But McAllen these days is expensive, man. I mean, that's like a seventy, eighty dollars scotch. Whereas Basil Hayden, I love the the flavor notes. I thought it was delicious. It. It's like fifty bucks. You know, so it's nice. sometimes stuff tastes better when you know you didn't break the bank. Yes. Sometimes yeah. you can't really enjoy it when it is expensive because right. then you like spill and you're like, oh, there goes twenty bucks. <laughs> you know. Uh, uh, by the way, Michael, he was. I mean, he he fit right in though. Absolutely right in. But Those are my guys. My man had four ashes oh. that all dropped on his chest every single yep. time yep. that uh, that you're supposed to ash it. But you, you know, know why though, right? Smoker, you know why though? Smoker. You know why though, right? Why what? Because remember what you taught me. You I, said, listen, the real guys, they just let it. Fall. They don't care. They just let because it fall. they're above <laughs> saving their clothes. They're the, enjoying the cigar is priority. Yeah. And I, ever since that day, I was like, um, it makes me more legit. And it doesn't burn your clothes, which is odd. Uh, sometimes. It's just it's ash, but it's yeah, it's not hot though. Well, it's uh, well only the falls yeah. off. I learned this, CB. If it falls off, that means it's all uh, it's all burnt yes. off, right. right? So it's not it's not hot. It's Sometimes no though, if it goes around it, it'll right. pull off something that's actually an amber. Rarely, ember, not an amber. Amber, yeah, ember. ember, amber, tomato, tomato. Yeah, know. exactly, exactly. There you go. <laughs> what a callback. There you go. <laughs> Listen, exactly. for the few, for the Forbatum. couple, for the couple true fans we have. They must be enjoying these callbacks because oh, we are on our game lately. There was another one that I, I heard. Um, I didn't say it, but somebody else did. In the, they said a vicinity instead of a vicinity. Lang English, like, tough. Mm. I know, I know. Yeah. But as I, I can see how that can get misconstrued. You're, you, maybe Chris Salva, a couple people are, I criti criticize their English. Mm. Perfect example. I'm not great, though. But I do love to jump in and be like, that's not it. That's not it. You know? That's, that's not, not it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, the Cigar Lounge, great way to start a, a right? Never did that with you with, like, as in an app. Usually we just post up there and we yes. stay. Or it's at the house. Yep. You know, the post-dinner cigar, the evening cigar. Mm -hmm. um, but I kind of like the way it prepped you for the day. You told me bring an extra shirt. So I was planned out. I brought my extra shirt. Also in business casual. Yep. Going to a Gigantes after, yes, yes. which I'm learning now is the spot. You told me while we were there, but everyone that saw our post kept asking, like, oh, you guys were at Gigantes. This yes. is the spot, huh? So I didn't know deal. it had the, the following. Yes. Yeah, it's a, um, I mean, a great upscale, but like, uh, it's not too overpriced. It's kind of a crossover. But it's, it's classy. You, when we walked in, you were like, this is like a Miami vibe, right? Yep. Like, it's very, um, Here's, very it's elegant. funny, right? Let me give you credit. Side. You are like the ambassador for me for places I would otherwise feel at a place. And when I'm with you or meeting you at a place, I'm like, it's fine. I'm with Dave. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, there were no minks involved, though. I made sure of that. Well, even then, I feel fine because I know it's you and I know that you're like somehow involved a mayor, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Yo, so good. like uh, Don Coqui, when we went yes. that one time, oh, yeah. I walked in. 
boat shoes in Don Coquille's never been done. <laughs> <laughs> never been done. Breaking all types of stereotypes <laughs> there. Right. And people are like, look at this guy. Right? <laughs> but I knew. I, I caught eyes when we walked in. Big smile on my face. I said, my guy's, my here, guy's here. So I'm safe. <laughs> Good, man. You know, and then the food. <sighs> the food at Gigantes is just top notch. I have to say, though, I have to give us credit. We ordered probably the perfect lineup of food. Yes. Wasn't too much. Little gluttonous at the end. But starting off with the seafood, yes, and only having one real fried item, which mm. is the calamad, which you gotta get. Yep. And then the the baked clams are some of my favorite things on any Oof. menu, and it had the combination where it was a little crispy, but it also had the uh, the whatever you what's the term the juices the uh, the scooge or whatever people call the it scooge. Uh, I don't the know scooge. if that's right. My parents say that. Um, so to start with that, and then oysters. Oof. Those were honestly. You I think, realize what we did, right? We had fresh, we had fried, yep, and then we had like a baked, right? Unbelievable. It, it was perfect. It really was. Um, and I was surprised because typically I'm not a humongous seafood guy, really. But that, yeah, I mean, you know, I just started eating oysters. Remember when we went to, we went down to Jersey, or maybe we were up in, uh, you know, even for Frank's wedding. Like, there's been many times that we're around. You guys are crushing oysters, Love and I'm just like. Can I try one? And yeah. then I'm like, I yeah. don't like it, you yeah. know, but now I finally have gotten into it. Mm -hmm. I figured it's a my tactic here. You Well, my old tactic that didn't work is I used to sit there and torture myself and chew it. And then yeah, you're like chewing it. And that's not, not it. it. That is not, not it. A hundred percent. So now what I do is I put it in my mouth. I do take one like kind of bite to get all of the flavors of the um, what is it, the horseradish in there. Yeah. Is it horseradish? Yeah. Uh, you don't have to bite it. Is it horseradish? Horseradish, yeah. a little cocktail sauce, right? So lemon, I, hot sauce, Tabasco, whatever. right? So, so I you get, know the, the tongue is where all the you know the the salivary glands are. That's where you taste everything. You don't have to right. bite. Right? No, that's true. Then, then but you I get the nasty like loaf. I don't know. Yeah. I, I like it though because I get like this this I don't know. It's, it's a ritual. Just, it is. Yeah. It's so ritual. it's like one on the right side and then a swallow. Boom. But it just that one was super. They were super sweet, sweet oysters, yeah. right? Very and I, apparently you have the West Coast oysters, the East Coast. Um, but it was delicious. Uh, first really off, let, let's let's set the stage. We walk in, yeah, yeah. big gentleman who's our waiter. Yeah. See, like one of the guys, right? Like it's like if your friend was waiting on you at, the, at your yes. house, hospitality through and through. What would you guys like to start with? Dirty martinis. <laughs> right off the bat, people thought we were dating. Yeah. So we were like, hey, let's <laughs> lean into this, and we shared everything. Uh, we start off one with fork. A, one fork. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was feeding him. He was yeah. feeding me. We were gonna lady in the trampet, but we didn't have yeah. spaghetti. Uh, <laughs> Never see. Is that a movie? Oh my. Wow. <laughs> well, I'd be lady. You'd be, you'd the, be tramp. the tramp. Oh, okay. Uh, and then, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm guilty. When there's a steak on the menu. Right. Yeah. And it's either a tomahawk or like a nice porterhouse. You got it. Anything Ooh. bone in. Straight Tommy. Got it. And we the did. tomahawk is so extravagant. And it's so the the pageantry of a tomahawk is I, what I'm made for. Do you do the math? So I did the math. I saw that it was a thirty I think it was a thirty six or thirty eight ounce steak. Okay. But then I saw that you know, for for that price, I think it was like one sixty, which isn't horrible for. He's a savant for, uh, when it comes to protein breaks down. Oh yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, but so I'm doing the math, and I'm like, okay, well, if we're gonna split this, I'm I'm like, well, out of that thirty eight ounces, like how much is fat? Is it all edible? But typically on a, a tomahawk, they cut it nice, and it's all edible yeah, meat. Yeah. But then you had the sixteen ounce um, t uh, t bone option or the porterhouse option. Yep, porterhouse. But sixteen and sixteen was only thirty two ounces, so I'm like, we're gonna typically pay the same amount. Yeah. Let's go for the more protein, 
and let's get the uh, the Tommy. Yeah, you know, and yeah. I mean the bone is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, it was my favorite part. I mean, it, the kids gnawing on it, <laughs> gnawing on it. Uh, and then you were little, so. How do you like your steaks cooked when you go out? Honestly, I don't ever order medium rare anymore. Really? Yeah, I don't. I don't because it. I think I eat steak too often. To where if I was eating medium rare steaks, yeah. something about the actual redness of the meat would get you is not good for my stomach. See, my game plan is, and what we kind of did there, I said, like, whatever the chef rec- recommends. Yeah, which Usually, is obviously medium rare. It's going to be a medium rare. Yeah. But some with the with the plate, which I've learned, you can heat it up, you know, so if it's a little rare, you can you face it down. It's boom, pretty cool. You that, would leave it in the oil and the butter. That was the move. I think it would have been considered. But they cooked it perfectly. Well, we ordered medium rare. And they cooked it more. They, I think it was a little over yeah. because I kind of, you know. But it was perfect. He, he knew that I didn't want a red, red steak, so he was like, I can't. You know? he, he looked at his options, and he said, am I going to upset the little guy <laughs> or the big guy with tattoos and muscles and a beard? And he, he made a business decision. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, very good. I mean, the service was great. And then dessert, we went hard. I mean, dessert was, uh, we did two full, full desserts. Yeah, right? do you remember what the guy said to me? I ordered the jumbo cookie. And, and he, he brought it out and, you know, a couple of drinks. I was like, whoa, that's big. He goes, it's not called the jumbo cookie for nothing. <laughs> like he was like confused. Was My favorite part was after we finished the first tomahawk, he comes back and he's like, you want me to put the second tomahawk in? I, and we were like, oh. Did you think about I, it? I, I kind of did. I didn't uh, think about wait, it. I, I can do a little bit, a little bit. Uh, but we got the, the oh, shout out. What, what's her name? Gianna. Yes. Baked after midnight. Yeah. Uh, she is, I don't know how she got in there, but she runs her own um, you know, dessert business that's absolutely thriving. And she is on the menu at Gigantes. Yeah. So there's two two items. Uh one was the the actual cookie that we got. A la mode. A la mode, yes. Delicious. But I think that you said I think they like heated it up too much. I didn't say made that. it a little crispy, don't, right? Don't even try to made it a little too crispy. Gigantes likes Yeah, yeah. I'm and a... then we got the cheesecake. Yeah. Can't right? go wrong with cheesecake. Oof. What a what a what a good order! It was great, a great evening, good order, good drinks. Right. You had an espresso martini, like a, yeah. a savage. Uh, you know, like you watch Seabom. <laughs> yeah, you watch Seabom. He has a whole brand <laughs> called Savage because he's called got savage, a list. Yes, yes. Talk about leaning into your. Uh... <laughs> yeah, that's true too. Um, great night. Thank yeah, you for treating me. And yeah. he, he, oh, he foot the bill. No, we went Dutch. <laughs> yeah. you, have you ever heard, you, you heard that term? Right, going no. Dutch. No, where you split the bill. No, you never, never heard that. Yeah, no. All right. It's funny. It's a funny good. term. That was good. So, oh, yeah, the Dutch. next one, we have to go to Jamie's. Three of us. All right? I'm any, down. Any of the listeners, if they want to join us. Let I, us I was a little hesitant. <laughs> I just need an invite. Got you guys. Yeah, I'll be there. Yeah, shout out. I'll be there. What, how would you put I'll check my mail. Nick's steak? Like, why you keep saying Nick's? It's Jamie's. Oh, yeah. Why I keep saying Nick's? <laughs> hey, but he's been doing this hey, over and over. I'm like, hey, who is Nick? Hey, take it easy. All right? But it's not even close. I'm like, just meeting these Nick. gentlemen. Okay? You introduced me to half of friggin' your cigar lounge. I'm still trying to figure out people's names. <laughs> This is it. This is it. He does this. He does. I'm like, ah, Miguel. How are you? Um, what's the name of it? Jamie's. Jamie's. Yes. <laughs> so he gets mad. Jamie's. I like it. Now I'm doing it on purpose. Jamie's steak. Yeah. Is it like legit? I've never had it. I never had it. You're bringing us to this place to have steaks, right? No. And you've never had it. I didn't say that. I what said did you say? Jamie's cigar and restaurant. Right. Restaurant. So, the restaurant. So what I have had, which I love, are the lamb chops. Oh yeah, and they're like lamb lollipops, pretty much. There's like ten of them, and it's it's delicious. Yeah, I, yeah, I love lollipops, <laughs> guys. I'm a little jelly. I'm not gonna lie. I am starving right now. And you guys I know are talking this does about sound good. Meat. This does sound good. Um, so I've had that. I've had some of their muscles over there. Um, their food is good, you, but you I have, have a lot of their muscles. I know that's right. <laughs> I have not had their steak, so maybe we go and we try that. 
But okay. uh, it's a, are yeah. they known for their uh, steak? I don't know. I just know that there's not many places that you can go in there and smoke while you eat. So it's like a it's like a vintage 1970s. It's vibe. awesome. It's, it's awesome. just it's incredible. You know? uh, just so you guys know, when Bar Miguel eventually opens up, you, you know, can smoking? smoke and eat. Okay, there. all right. Yeah. Good. I no, like it's that. smoking approved. After a certain hour, right? Yep. You got to make sure the kids. Exactly. <laughs> CV, let them know where we get this protein at. We wanted to take a quick second to let you guys know that we partnered with our good friends over at Orgain.com. We're happy to offer our listeners 30% off by entering the code NOSNOOZE30. Again, that's NOSNOOZE30 for 30% off your first order. If you're on the market for a new protein powder, nutritional shake, protein bar, or Mike's favorite, collagen peptides, Orgain is your one-stop shop. As all of you know, my Crohn's disease is currently in remission, and the only protein I use is from Orgain. My personal favorites are the chocolate peanut butter and the vanilla bean. With the code, you can try a two-pound tub for under $20. Talk about not snoozing. Go get yours today. Now, back to the epi. All right, cool. So today's topic, we are going to uh, Michael. I asked Michael. I said, listen, Mike, any topic ideas? He threw 97 at me. While we're being transparent <laughs> on here, for me, it's hard because it all melds together. Like every time we talk about things, they all overlap. Yes. Do you yes. see that? Yes, 100%. You understand that, right? Absolutely. Because And at some point, we've touched on everything. Yes, absolutely. We're 140. 44. Four episodes in. If you listen to all of them, nosnewshop.com, <laughs> like, right. subscribe, follow. Your English Whatever is good. Top notch today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Too much caffeine. That's what happens. <laughs> um. But yeah, it's topics are tough. Yeah, no, they are. They are. So I and then I, he hits me with, "Can you give me some context?" No, Dave, it's a topic. Run with it. <laughs> Just go. Just run. Uh, so we've touched on you know the topic of uh, of change before, and we've spoke about implementing real change. But today specifically, we said um, how to make change sustainable, right? So that basically is something that I think we can apply to our lives in any facet, personal, professional. When you make change in your life, the goal is to sustain that change if it's a positive one. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And why why did you come up with this this uh cuz it's topic? hard. It is hard. You know, you you work so hard, you get in shape, you have all these great habits, and then life happens. Yep. You know, you couple of kids later and all of a sudden I don't recognize myself recognize myself in the mirror. I look in and I go, "Who is that?" Who's that with the extra 20? Yep. You know, <laughs> with the extra meat on the cheeks. Who yeah. is that? <laughs> and uh, Livy, yesterday, we were joking around. I'm like, Livy, your belly's getting big, like joking around. She looks at me, Daddy, your belly's getting big. <laughs> and I'm like, you're right. You're right. You're, you're right. So, um, yeah, that that's part of it. You know, there's things I implement. And again, there's extenuating circumstances, mm -hmm. but like selling primarily in Greenwich. Yep. In theory, great. I stuck to it for a long time, maybe to a fault. And then now I'm backing down on it because I'm just trying to get by. And I'm like, listen, I can't be turning down all these opportunities. Mm -hmm. The market's tight. You got to survive. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's this like I'm implementing this stuff. It's going decent. Yep. And then you got to kind of backtrack. And it's not bad to backtrack, but it's a little frustrating. Yep. No, I, I, I get it. You heard? Um, yeah, I heard. I heard you. Heard you. Um, I, I think the first thing, though, that came to my mind always when it when it's like this one I really, in my head, this is tough because this is where I sound like an a-hole. Oh, and it's like, it well, if you me. want to change, stop being soft. Hold on, can, you know, I, can I put change, the robot on? <laughs> change your life, you? change your life, and let's move on. You know, in theory, yes, I get but, it. I know, right? But it's it's hard. But I, what's up, Stevie? Go ahead. No, I want you to go because I'm gonna put the little robot. So go ahead, you can speak. No, no, no. no this is different because 
I would, I'd like to think about these things as, um, as they kind of pertain to, to my own life. And, you know, there was a, um, a little financial piece that, you know, I remember for, for Callie, like figuring out when she was, uh, when she was first born, I'm like, you know what I would like to, when she's 16 years old, just be able to literally give her money to buy a car. Right. And, and honestly, I'll make her work for it over time. But it was just something that I'm like, you know, listen, I want I want to take that responsibility on. So the concept, though, is in, in any level of, of change is really the same. It's thinking big, but then acting really small. Right. So with the financial piece, what I did was I did some math and I'm like, all right, you know, I think eight thousand dollars would be, you know, OK to because I, I don't want her in a brand new BMW. I want her to know, like, listen, you're buying a used car. Um, you know, you're working for this. So I just figured in my head and I could be way off down the line because obviously if things change and the car market goes through the roof, whatever. But I'm thinking like, you know what, maybe a, a used Honda or some some maybe a red GMC that has a dent. In the there front. you go. But I just figured a number of thousand. How cool would it be if I was 16 and I kind of received that? I'd be like, all right, cool. Pretty cool. So I have this uh, coin this coin uh, change like piggy bank thing, but it's mm. an old school, uh, or it's a five gallon water tub. Yeah. Yeah. Right. My aunt had that. There you go. And I just did like $10, of, uh, $10 a week on a calculator. I said, well, that's in change or cash, uh, cash, mm, but that's telling people this. that's, <laughs> yeah, that's Guys, for, I'm so excited. I'm about to give you my proud moment, but I want you okay, to, okay, okay. I'm like, urging. that's, um, you know, that's 40, 40 bucks. I, I, oh, with your godson, right? Yeah. yeah. Goddaughter, yeah. Um, so that's 40 bucks a month right now. 40 bucks a month times, 12 is what? 400? I'm out. 480. 480? Right. So 480 to get to the eight grand. You're talking about 16 years of that, but only for $10. Now, if I have more, I put a 20, whatever. So once I figured that out, I'm like, to accomplish this goal of something that, yes, it's $8,000 over the 16 years, not a lot of money, but I wanted it to not really affect my life in any way. Right. So you think big and then you act really, really small. And the goal can be accomplished, mm -hmm. right? So that that's a little financial example of something that I've been recently doing um, that that is applicable. That you get overwhelmed, even a weight loss goal, right? A lot of us get overwhelmed, and you're like, "Oh, damn, I got to lose thirty pounds." And cool, think that way for a second. But like, what's the one little thing that you can do and sustain that over time, mm. right? CB, tell us about your your godson though, because oh, I'm good. excited. So this is my goddaughter. Goddaughter, sorry. Um, can we put so, the screen on you for this? Because oh, you got oh, this beautiful okay. mic uh, camera. <laughs> you're not go. using yep. it. I'll yep. use um, it. So no, I, what you just said, I I did exactly with her when she was born. I asked my boy to give me, you know, her her birth certificate, and I actually opened up an, uh, an account for her that's linked to my account. I like that. Um, you know, and I it's a type of account that you can then forward, give to her when she turns eighteen. Yep. And every paycheck I put in an amount, and it's been consistent like that since she was born. She's now you're making this look bad. I got a couple. Well, I mean, honestly, good. I didn't know what to do, and I'm not, you know, I, I I also started noticing that, you know. She has a big family and Christmases and birthdays. She gets everything. Like there's so much yep. family that what can I give you? Like, and I do still get her presents. Right. But it's like, you know, I don't really spend too much thinking about what it is because she's getting everything from everyone. Mm -hmm. So I've been kind of working at this little thing that now and she's what, 10 years old, I think. Oh, let me not sit. <laughs> I need to cut that out <laughs> in case it's wrong. <laughs> um, but there's like about like, you know, like five or six thousand dollars in the account, which is awesome. And I'm kind of going towards what you're saying, going, mm -hmm. you know, hoping that when she gets to 18, there's a nice substantial amount where there's for driving and hopefully for nothing dumb. Yep. But, you know, something like that, that she has a little bit of a pot because I thought the same exact thing. Yeah. How awesome would it be when I get to 18? Somebody give me that. I didn't have right. that. Do you or, know, or, or, does she awesome. know that you're doing this? No, she's 
Yeah, she knows. No, so she listen to no. So hopefully, that, the, yeah, the parents say, hopefully know. she doesn't listen to the pod. No, she doesn't want to <laughs> ruin yet, it. Not yet. She'll that's, be surprised. No, I'll ruin it. That's one of those it. gifts too that like when you get to that point, like that day's gonna be really for Yes, that's gonna be huge. Yeah, it's gonna be so awesome. And she's so like, excited, what? You know? what? Yeah. And you know, I gotta be honest, in the beginning, I remember when it was like I gotta call my god in like the low dollars. Yeah. I was like, Oh man, what's going on? Why did it look so low? And now, like after a few years, it looks like pretty nice. It's oh, like, yeah. like I said, like six grand. Is it a high interest awesome. account? Too? Uh, by, by the way, when I have uh, when I have more children, I want you to be the godfather. Just letting you know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're getting chosen. Yeah, you're good. You're, you're chosen. I only you're have one, so it's you're easy. The, you're the chosen one. The more children, the, the percentages start going <laughs> yeah, down. Yeah, there you go. I'm gonna start calling my godparents and be like, guys, you know I'm 32. Right. Like, <laughs> 32 times 10 was you know. 14 years ago. Like, what do we? You got any accounts? I don't right, know. Right. But um, that's made me look. I might have to do. I actually love that approach because I agree with you. People do waste. It's not wasteful. But there's like it, time and time is the biggest thing for yes. money. Yeah. So it's like if you could do it proactively, it's so much less effort to both your yes. points doing it now. Right. Um, yeah. So I just wanted to set the stage with that. But, uh, you know, the thing that that uh, is frustrating about change is when I really want to change and I kind of implement something into my life, then I become like obsessed and I'm never really fulfilled until I believe that like real results are happening. Right. And that that's the extreme ownership type of negative thing that I think comes when you're trying to change something, because, you know, even with working out, I really feel like I haven't made it. You know, it's just something like I, I believe that I haven't arrived yet in David Goggins terms. Right. Like I just you just never arrive. And it's something that you got to keep sustaining over your lifestyle. Cool. You've done it for, you know, 15 years now. Well, bravo. But like if you stop. Good. Yeah. But if you stop now and you never work out again, is it really that good? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 15 years no, good. man, no. Good. I think um, you know, a big a big concept too with change is <laughs> I think it's a fact that change fails more often than not, right? I think successful change begins with a what's a good word here? Uh clarity of purpose and not purpose meaning like bigger wise, but you know, your your own fulfillment and process and then I think it ends with what we always talk about with discipline and consistency, but there needs to be a level of attachment for you personally to really begin to make change. Right. My issue, I agree with you. you can't, mm -hmm. I kind of get obsessed too, but it pulls me away from other things yes. that I keep together. Right. So yep. like I'm trying to get a good example here, real estate. If I'm changing something over there and I'm really focusing on it, it pulls me away from a fitness goal. Yep. Or if I have like the 10% challenge, like mm -hmm. last year, you know, I can't stop thinking about it. everything revolves around doing that. Yes. And then my real estate suffers a little bit. Yep. So it's like finding, trying not to get upset. For me, the biggest thing that I'm trying to do this year is not have to be obsessed with something to be able to do it successfully. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. So, like, I've never been able to maintain kind of a lifestyle, healthy lifestyle, you know, which is reflected in the physical sense, just like cardio sense, without being all in. Right. You know? Yep. Um, I think as humans, though, and I, I'm sure you guys can relate to this, you know, we we tend to talk a lot. And, you know, the cycle is like, we'll make a few decisions, and then we'll be like, all right, I'm going to implement, you know, this new rule or, like... You know, maybe this is a, a new process that I'm going to try. And none of that actually guarantees anything because real change only happens when we personally change our actual behaviors. So the talk is good, but I think step one is that the desired behaviors of what you want to be have to be clearly identified, right? So for me in, in my uh, relationships in general, 
um, and, and we've spoke about this, but I used to be like a really, like just a hothead. You know, like I would, I would think it was almost cool to get triggered and like, you know, kind of whether you snap or you say something nasty. Um, and it wasn't until like I really hurt people in my life that I then realized, you know, maybe my upbringing wasn't as normal as I thought it was. And other people and other families don't operate like this, right? So just because my normal was one way doesn't mean that that's everybody's normal or is it appropriate? Like I came up in an environment where you do something wrong, you apologize, and then by the next day we're on. To, we're on. Whereas a lot of people process things differently, right? But be, the behavior needed to be clearly identified by me to say, yo, I don't want to be that dude anymore, you know? You know? And it's not until you have that, clarity in something that you can really make the change because at the end of the day I mean you could use, lose that girlfriend or boyfriend that you've been with for five years you could lose your spouse you could lose you know a relationship with your brother your mother your, your boss um, and that's just one example I think that I'm thinking about but it's it's clarity of the actual behavior versus just talking like you know nonsense to yourself yeah yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna change while you're talking I'm thinking through my psyche of the whole like implementing change I'm guilty of, because I have the long-term view on a lot of things, mm -hmm. giving myself a break because I'm like, well, this is only, you know, a short time. The, when am I ever going to have two kids under the yep. age of three, right? And I give myself an out. And then I'm like, yeah, once they start sleeping, I'll start being consistent again. Yep. And then you realize two and a half years later, you're like, they might never sleep. I'm still tired. Right? <laughs> yeah. So it's like, <laughs> part of it's accepting the new reality yep. and that previous systems that worked aren't working anymore. Yes. And not holding on to those and trying to do the same thing in a new reality, mm -hmm. which has been my issue because when I, something works, I'm like, this is the way I do it. This is the way it works. But then when something changes, I don't adjust. And then I end up losing it anyway, because I try to do the previous thing in the new reality. You know? Gotcha. Yes. So, 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 and, so, and part of me goes back and forth. Like, I don't know if you ever struggle with this where you're like, is it my circumstance right now? Am I giving myself an out? Do I deserve to take a little break? Like, is this normal? All right. It's not normal, but like, this isn't going to last forever. So is it, is it my lack of discipline or is it my circumstance in this situation? You know what I mean? Like, Oof. That's, that's tough. Do you beat yourself up and say, wow, like I haven't slept. Yeah, bang your head. And I'm going to work out. Absolutely. <laughs> but then you're like, I'd rather sleep because, I, you know, right. like. Yeah, 100%. And I know there's no clear answer, but that's what I struggle with is the, you're, you say David Goggins or the Dave approach where it's like, you're soft, just do it. But then I'm yeah. like, that's counterproductive because then I'm going to get sick. Right. But I do think that I have a personal answer to this, right? And, and. I think it's. Um, I'm trying, trying to figure. Trying it out. to look for good terminology, but um, I don't. I don't have a gauge yeah. on my level yet. Like you know how yep. people have a self awareness there. I don't know it yet. Right, but I think you have to resist the urge to tweak the behavior until you're an actual expert. Yeah. Now, don't take that no. too literal, though, yeah. because I believe that personal setbacks, temporary situations should not be an excuse to go back to an old routine, right? So I think you, for for example, so if you're resisting the urge to tweak or like you're going to fold because something's going on and you're go working out, it's very easy, right, to, to give that example. But like it's okay to not work out for a day 
right? But then you have that personal rule that you're like, I I'm not going to not work out for two days unless there's a life-changing circumstance. Yeah. Now, instead of you just not working out anytime something goes bad in your life, I think you can tweak the actual workout itself. So the intensity level, and I've spoke about this many times, the intensity level doesn't always have to be at 100, but the intensity level should be as high as you can possibly go for the day. Yeah. I think a lot of us go wrong because you end up quitting on things before we're an actual expert. I've been working out 15 years. I I do feel like I'm an expert in the field, but me personally, I'm like, I know that I have to continue this. And every day I still have to show up and give something. I can't just lean on an excuse to say, you know, oh, wow, you know, I didn't sleep great today or, you know, I got a lot going on in my life. I got this, I got that. So I think it's resisting the urge to tweak until you are an actual expert in the field, but that doesn't mean that you have to go hard all the time. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. It, it's a it's a balance, right? Yeah. <laughs> I have a confession to make. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so what that. a great transition. Oh my God. He's like, I haven't worked out in three days. Uh, it's more than that. Wow. So it's been a struggle. So I, you guys know I went to the college tour. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there were some, some shenanigans that took place that um, did not allow me to sleep and did not allow me to sleep I wasn't allowed to work. Well, I shouldn't say allowed. I couldn't physically wake up the the workout, so I didn't work out for those four days. Came home exhausted. Said, "All right, I'm gonna get back on it." Um, Monday came around. I was physically shot, but I said, "Let me get on." So I got on. It was a reduced. It was a very reduced um, yep. workout. Not the greatest, but I got on. Mm -hmm. It was a little bit of a sweat that trickled, but it was a very short one. And I had, you know, I have another week that's pretty kind of, um, my, my schedule is early, so it's not an easy one either. Um, got the, 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 whatever, the half workout in 20 minutes or whatever it was, got off today, woke exhausted. When I tell you exhausted last night, I passed out at like 10 o'clock. Like, and I, that's not me. I can stay that's up late. at least eight, 11, 1130. I couldn't, even, my phone died cause I couldn't even put it on the charger cause I just fell mm -hmm. asleep. That's how bad it was. Woke up this morning. At like seven, still tired, like not that was not enough sleep. And for me, that's not normal. I can six to seven hours, I can wake up and I'm kind of good. So again, today it did not work out. I think you overslept, yeah. bro. Um, I think your body, if yeah, you, if oh, you yeah. just got nine, well, I, I'm, I'm trying to get my hours. You went from back 11 in. to seven, from 11 that's eight to hours? seven, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you didn't yeah. sleep two days in a row, yeah, it was, it's been like, I mean, I've you know, it's, it takes so your the body four days, six, the four man, days I'm I was on, on, I used to be not anymore. The four days that I was on the tour, yeah, I probably slept an average of like four hours, yeah, that's tough, that's tough. Um, so you're straight, and that was four days in a row. Then yeah. when I came home, I was able to sleep like a baby, yeah, but it's like I keep waking up tired, you know. <laughs> I'm thinking that hopefully by tomorrow, because now it's been you know, two days of good sleep, you know, you're catching up tomorrow, your hopefully, I'm gonna wake up and gonna be okay to do it. My intention is to get back on it, yeah, but it's been like. And I can, and I know I can feel it. Oh, another day not working out, yeah. another day, and it, but it's like I, I physically don't it want. Stresses to do it. you out, right? Yeah, man, because I'm like, oh, I gotta do it, you know. Yeah, yeah. So tomorrow I'm hoping to be able to report that I did do it. There you go. Yeah. But uh, it's been a rough one, so I just wanted to confess yeah. that so yeah, it doesn't right. come out later. Very right. good. You're you're right. forgiven. Is he forgiven? Yeah, you yeah. yeah he's definitely, definitely not. He's lying through a camera. He's I'm soft. Out. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. See, I'm <laughs> out. Um. Yeah. It's it's hard. It's mentally I struggle with it because I know. How do I put this? If I focused on one aspect of anything, I'd crush all of it, but I can't. Mm -hmm. I'm a father. I'm starting a business, trying to keep my body decent. You know, there's these things that they, at different times, need more 
focus. 100%. So when I bounce around, sometimes I'm like, you know what? I The extremism of that, what I'm talking about, is what I'm trying to figure out. Where yes. instead of being like, I'm going to focus on this and get this ripping and then come back to this, is like keep this you know, plate spinning mm-hmm. and then work on this maybe 70% more. You know what I mean? Yep. Whereas I would go 100, drop everything else, not worry about a diet, and just be like, all right, goal get the company going f everything else don't worry about sleeping like it's good go all in on this where it's not sustainable so now i'm realizing as i have all these things going on i'm like there's a balance that i gotta figure out because dropping everything and doing one thing you know working crazy hours and whatnot it's just not it's not it it's not sustainable it's not it's not it just not it's a hard lesson to learn because i kind of have conditioned myself through my life of like, all right, well, you have an exam tomorrow. You're just going to cram, knock out the exam, go to the next thing. And it still works. Like I had to take a test for my commercial uh, education stuff for real estate. I studied for one night, knocked it out. And I was like, all right, you know, I didn't do what I was supposed to do otherwise, but I did everything I need for this. Did it. Now, next next thing. See, you know? and I don't think that's a sustainable way for me, the way my brain works personally. Like I try to, and I know you do too. That's but how my brain works though. I know, I know, know, I know. And that's where it's different. But I try to look at my life as like a pie. Yeah. You know, and like there's certain things that fit into that pie and you have your main players of, yeah, you know, your father piece of the pie, um, you know, your relationship piece of the pie, your professional piece of the pie. Like those are your main- I'm getting hungry. You know, I know. Those are your main like- your slices, yeah, if yeah. you will, right? Then you like have all these other things. You got like vacation five percent, you know, going out with the friends five percent. Like you have these other things, uh, but the main pieces of the pie I like to prepare for. Yeah, and I feel like if I just go all in on one, it takes away from the others. So my you know? brain kind of works in projects now because like our house was coming on for rent. Mm-hmm. So in my head, I'm like, all right, I'm putting it on Sunday. Or I'm putting it on Thursday night, so I'm going to stay up late, put it on Thursday, prep everything. Friday, I'm going to organize all my appointments for Saturday. Saturday, I'm going to show all day. Sunday, I'm going to show all day. Hopefully, get a tenant by Monday. Yep. So I'm like, all right, that's my priority. And, you know, I'm not saying you can't work out, but if stuff gets in the way, I'm not compromising time to work on that project right. to work out. That's my issue. If I have the time at 4 a.m., which I did today, no problem. Working out gets done. But if I don't, mm-hmm. the other areas suffer. So, like, if I don't work out, I'm less strict on the diet because I'm like, oh, I didn't work out. But so what about you point? as a dad, though, in that situation? So that's like, non, non-negotiable. Right. So, like, that took priority over working out. Of course, 100%. Which is fine. And I'm not saying, like, I deserve a medal or something. But when you go through huh? it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's hard because I'm like, all right, so if I don't work out at 4 and I work out at 9, then I'm getting calls for work. I'm not 100% here anyway. Yep. I'm thinking about what I got to do next. It's just like way more stressful to work out a nine, although I was able to do it when I was less busy, right? you know, in the past winter months. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, it's not frustrating. It's more draining to keep trying to implement things yep. and everything's changing constantly. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, I have a, uh, I guess, a couple workplace, you know, environment uh, situations that hopefully, you know, somebody can apply. But, um, you know, we have... Is there one for me? We have, <laughs> I just vented to you all my problems. You got any solutions? You got any solutions? Um, you know, we've made extreme change in the organization that I'm in. We've advanced many things through, you know, not only our process, our procedures, our operations in general. Um, but, you know, there was a time frame, and CV knows this well, where 
our organization, you know, has has a lot of full-time employees, but three specific large, large programs um, were actually outsourced by the town for whatever reason. They were kind of outsourced and like, you know, looked at as like, oh yeah, you know, these other people run it, but they run it in all our facilities, which like kind of over time when, you know, I came into the picture, I'm like, this doesn't really make sense to me. Like we're taking an easy way out because yeah, you know, you have full-time employees that really aren't, you know, working and these other programs, activities, services, whatever they are, they're doing okay, but we have no say in it. So like the revenue that comes in, we're just okay accepting X dollars, right? But really the town is actually paying somebody to run these other programs, right? So we had to change the actual focus and try to convince everybody that, listen, <laughs> us taking this uh, these services back on internally is actually going to be beneficial for us all in the long run, right? I was talking to somebody about this yesterday. I actually had a walkthrough of one of our facilities where we are looking at uh, safety measures and specifically in terms of like mass shootings, um, dangerous scenarios that happen, right? We're, we're very vulnerable. You know, we don't have ballistic doors. Um, our, our, uh, Facility is, you know, one, one of them is 50 years old. Uh, so we're constantly going around the town trying to evaluate certain things. So I did a walkthrough with a surveillance company um, trying to figure out ways. Um, and there's a couple of specific things that we that we were looking at. You have different options. You have what's called a um, uh, not a not a siren, but it's a, a light. What's a light that a strobe light. Right. So in schools now, in a lot of schools, they're putting these strobes in like corners of uh, classrooms, they're putting strobes in corners of exit signs, stairwells, hallways, because it's very hard with a old building to implement a brand new PA system, say lockdown, lockdown, lockdown. And not that it's hard physically, but it's hard with money. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's a financial burden. Yeah. And then you kind of it becomes a political game because you can press the town leadership and say, well, listen, you know, you need to put three hundred thousand dollars worth. And that's a tough decision for them to make because if they because if they shut it down and then somebody, you know, there's a there's a uh, a mass shooting, then it's like, well, we kind of presented it to you. So it's an ugly game. So we tried to, like, look at different different solutions. So one of them being this um these strobe lights. And basically what it is, it's a way, a much cheaper way that everybody in the building can kind of see what's going on. Somebody at the front desk has access to hit this strobe. And then in every area, um, it's kind of going off. But this so is like now a, a silent, a silent alarm. It's a silent alarm. Right. But but to notify everybody. Oh, wow. This is lockdown. Right. The blue light goes off. Boom, 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 boom. But this is a conversation of sustainability over time. Right. Like our job, my job is to I'm not going to be there forever, but my job is to implement change that is sustainable over time. Mm -hmm. Right. So th those are the types of conversations that we're having. But I think one of the biggest things is educating all levels of your team to understand the value of the change and then embracing it as a leader with confidence. Right. So when you're having these meetings, you know, we're, we're going through um, a financial crisis pretty much in the town. That's a very big potential for us uh, where some tax dollars is going to come out. But it's very important that I take the leadership role with confidence, teach everybody about it before the actual change gets implemented. So then hopefully we have procedures over time that can remain uh, remain in place. Does that make sense? Yeah. And uh, very specific work examples. Yeah. Um, and then I think the uh, I had wrote this down and it says, don't let the process outweigh the outcomes. And this is big because in a situation where we were trying to take over certain programs, as soon as something goes south, you have your old school players like, ah, you see, this isn't going to work. You know, all the naysayers are against you. So how do you combat that? 
right? What, what I did, <laughs> you get pow pow. Um, <laughs> so, you know, what I did specifically is you actually rally uh, basically what's called like an internal, um, your internal ambassadors to where you're like, yo, CV, listen, this is the plan. Yo, Mike, this is the plan. We're going with this change. This is going to happen. But now we have to all be on the same page to hopefully get everybody else to buy in. And that really works. And it works in a large organization. And I'd say over the past, you know, seven, eight years, um, almost nine years now, right, CV, that we've been there? Jesus. We have a lot of buy-in from, from everybody. Mm. Um, but that education piece and, and being transparent is really big to, to make sustainable change over a long period of time. I know I just chewed your fucking ears off. No, Sorry, no. That, I mean, it all makes sense. The implementation of everything is where it gets tricky. Yep, yep, absolutely. But I, no, everything you're saying makes a lot of sense. I, I always come back to kind of like the strobe example reminds me of like, all right, well, what's the least, the most viable, least effort, least cost type of thing, whether it's cost of money, cost of time, cost right. of mental bandwidth, mm -hmm. like what's the the easiest step that you can implement and it's, it can at least last. Maybe it's not the perfect solution, but it is a solution. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But that's a tough, a tough scenario because everybody sees the value in that. Yeah, a hundred percent. But when you're strapped as a local municipality financially, yeah, you know, you're shelling out hundreds of thousands of dollars on yeah. a system that's based on like prevention, pretty much. Like it's yeah. not guaranteed to happen. So now it becomes it, it, it's tough to make that decision, or it's tough to shoot it down. You know. So if we compare my uh, me as my own little government. Mm -hmm. The struggle of the budget and yes. where money goes and my mental capacity goes is always the struggle. Yes. Because I'm like, ah, I think if I got a weight vest, because I like to spark some excitement with a new toy. Mm -hmm. And it's not a negative because, like, it all still is in my gym. Right. It just was purchased at different times. You know, I got a treadmill and all that stuff, yep. and I enjoy it. But then I'm like, ah, I really don't want to spend any money because I'm starting the company. Right. And then I'm like, I should buy some more protein. I always have protein on hand. But then I'm like, ah, it's 50 bucks. And then I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to do this. And I'm like, it's money. Or mm -hmm. it's going to take me time to food prep. I'd rather be sending emails. Yes. It's mm -hmm. that constant struggle, which I'm sure a lot of people struggle with, where I go through phases mm -hmm. where business is really good. I got the extra cash. I'm throwing money at it. Throw money at my problems. And I'm getting stuff done. You know, I'm buying things at GNC just to, you know, whatever. Stay above it. But then when you go through phases of uh, a famine you have to like readjust and then you get frustrated because you're like, ah, I know I need, you know, creatine, but I'm like, I don't want to spend 50 bucks. I'd rather put it into the business. Mm -hmm. That's my that. problem is that sometimes I get too into like the, I need all the bells and whistles. Mm -hmm. Well, it sounds, it sounds like um, priority levels, you know, and, and I think that's where the clarity piece comes in. Like you have to be so locked into your, yeah. your preparation, you yeah. know, your, your clarity of what it is, that's most important at that time. But I would still be trying to build these other little components oh, of yeah, your life yeah. along the way. Yeah. But there has to be the priority level. Yeah, like you you yeah. know what's most important. And well, if you are attacking that, I just yeah. think that we spend too much time doing this, yeah, which yeah. is thinking about the the situations yeah. when if you just identify, yo, this is the most, you know, when it comes to 100% of the so pie. It's not, what's right? the What's the priority? That's the problem. You know? Priority's not, like, to survive, I need to sell real estate and, like, not spend money. Like I talked in the last one. So the priority's not, to you know it's not top priority mm. because if this isn't successful everything else fails right because if yep. i don't am not successful in the business 
I'm not going to have money to buy food. So it's like, all right, this is priority. And this is an extreme circumstance because we went through all these projects of renovations and all this stuff. So like, it's not forever, nope. but in the short term, it's frustrating because I know I should be doing these other things, but it's not priority now, which is hard. Yes. Because I'm I, because the majority of people don't see the internal struggle that you have mm -hmm. and like your strategy, and they just think it's a lack of discipline. When in reality, it's like, it's not really lack of discipline. I'm so disciplined on this one thing that I need to work. So I'm putting all my energy into that, you know? Yeah, I mean, my- At certain points. Yeah, and I know you feel the same way, but I, I think both of our priorities right now at this time, um, you know, are to make sure that, you know, at some level, your children are safe, yeah. healthy, happy, yeah. right? That's always the main priority. Now, again, throughout your day, there's only certain time frames that we have with our kids. Yeah. It's not like an all day thing, right? Yeah. So yeah. once you knock that out and you're able to spend the morning with with Libby oh, and G, you know what I mean? It's much better. It, it is the best. But now you've knocked that off where you're like, you can, you. I feel guilty at times with Callie when I'm like locked into something on the computer or if I'm on a Zoom call and she's like nagging at my leg or something and I feel like I'm neglecting her, Yeah. right? That's a struggle. But I build time into my day to make sure at some point I am direct for her, available to her. And I know you do the same thing. So, yeah. So, I the, all this stuff is stuff I try to implement. But the reality of business and yep. the reality of the real estate market now is, like, when there's a highest and best due at 5 p.m. and the kids are screaming in my ear, I'm on the phone. Right. And it's like, I can't say, hey, I'll call you in an hour. So, like, in theory, a lot of this stuff is helpful. Mm -hmm. But there's just things I can't do Yes, where you just have to, like, grit your teeth and do it. And that dichotomy of it is so hard because I'm like, I'm working so hard to spend time with my family. But if I don't, you know, sacrifice a little time, a little here and there, you know, no one's going to be safe. Right. Because I'm, you know, a part of the funding so that they can go daycare, you know. If I don't it's, sell real estate, you can't wear clothes, you know. 100%. <laughs> You're going to freeze because there's no heat so in the house. This is 100% transparent. I haven't bought new clothes other than suits and business clothes in probably 10 years. Yeah. I get gifted stuff. These are shoes that Frank and Alyssa gave me. These pants Dana <laughs> bought me. Like, I will not go out and invest in clothes yep. before trying to invest in companies and stuff because I am so, like, locked in on, like, watching every penny right. because of the situation. I'm not saying we got put in this by something else. Like, this was a decision. Of course. But the bandwidth it takes to be like, damn, like, we need to build this back up. This, it's I'm okay with saying, all right, you know, if we don't sleep, I can't get up before. I'm not going to ruin my mental capacity for the business. Like priority right now is mental capacity. Mm -hmm. You know, yep. physical helps that 100. percent If I could wake up at four and do the workouts, and there's enough things go right where I can do that, I want to do it. But I'm not beating myself up. I am frustrated a little bit by it, but I'm not beating myself up self up anymore because I realize it's not forever. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's a temporary time in my life where I hopefully don't have to get back here. Yep. But it is a struggle because right. all this long-lasting change that you really thought you really made a huge dent, like, falls at the wayside. Yes. You're like, damn, like, am I going to be able to pick it up? It's the only thing I can compare it to is, like, when someone gets injured playing basketball and then they come back and they're like, am I the same? Am mm -hmm. I going to be the same skilled athlete? Yep. You know? No, I it makes know. sense. I mean, your, your situation, I think, is um... – is a little unique because you're building out a, a brand new business, you know, and, and a temporary season for you might look like six to 12 months. So, and uh, again, I'm not, this isn't like, what was me thing. I'm just trying to explain the reality of like anyone in the sales role 
or like real estate, the last three years have been multiple offers on everything. If you see a property, you got to put an offer in right away. Everything's now, now, now. Whereas when I, my first seven years in the business, you could have that balance. Right. You could say, all right, I'll get there tomorrow. Whereas now you drop everything, you go do it, mm -hmm. and then it doesn't wait. So it's like, all right, well, I'll answer the call in 15 minutes. I'm giving the girls a bath with Dana. Like, I'm going to sneak out. I'll talk to you. Mm -hmm. The mental capacity to jump in between all this with, like, two kids under three is insane. Yes. And I told Dana a couple times, I'm like, I would never tell anyone if you're starting in real estate or even established to a certain extent. Have kids. In this market. <laughs> I like never tell anybody to have kids. No, but I didn't know this was coming. Right, like, right. who knew COVID was coming? Who knew the market was going to rip like this? I know it's all good, but while you're going through it, you're like, damn, this damn. is mentally so hard. Right. You know? Yeah. Um. One, one I guess, concept, though, that I, I constantly try to beat into my head. And I, I know we all do the same, and, and we've heard it many times. But um, it really comes down to the simple, like, you are the example. So you have to act like one, right? Like, in business, your staff, your team will never change if you're just operating business as usual. You have to model the behavior every step of the way. Through the good times, through the bad times, doesn't matter. There are going to be seasons where it's up and it's down, but you still have to show that you have the ability, whether it's for yourself or for your team or for your family, to be the actual example of the behavior that you're trying to implement to sustain that change over time, right? Like if you don't do that, I don't know why you would expect your employees or your family even to take you seriously. You know, and it's a it's a, a harsh thought to think about, but that's something that I constantly like beat into myself when I'm getting frustrated and Callie's around me and I want to flip out like, yo, you're the example. Like you're the example. Is that what you want her to see? Yeah. Is that what you want her to see? Yeah. And it's a it's a constant reminder all the time. Like if you're overweight and you're about to eat something that you're not supposed to be eating at that time. Right. You of course, you schedule your cheat meals. But like you're the example. Is that what you want to be? Yeah. Or do you want to wait until you get forced by a doctor to be like, here you go, man. You know, you need to change your life because you got stage three cancer. God forbid. Jesus Christ. No, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, these yeah. are the scenarios that then all of us, 100 percent of us Americans will be like, oh, yeah, I want to change now. Yeah, I have to yeah. change. Why yeah. can't we foresee that? Right. Yeah. It's yeah. easier said than done. Yeah. But no, it's, it's true. all true. Yeah, it's just difficult. It's right? very difficult. It is. It is. Um, I got to keep us on track here. So this will bring us to my favorite section, Dave's Dime of the Week. I'd say, I'd say probably my favorite as well. Is it? Is it? Yeah. I, think I just like that I don't have to say anything at the end because dime, I struggle dime, with dime, the dime, dime, Yeah, right. Yeah. cut me off. Um, <clears throat> oh, it's going to be a good one. Yeah, yeah. This one is uh, this one is nice and short, actually. Got you. You thought it was going to be long? Did you well, think it was going to be long? short for you? Ooh, how about the whistle? No, that was good. Short. What the fuck? <laughs> Are you, do you have something on my microphone? Short for you or short for the average person? Because you know my short's like three words. Uh, this this might be like five. Okay. So, so we're here. All right? all right. And it goes like this. All great changes. You're counting the words. Are preceded by chaos. Seven words. All great all changes. All great changes are preceded by chaos. What if chaos never ends? Your whole life is chaos That's right what I'm now, saying. right? It never ends. But the great change is coming. I am here. Dave Osteen is here to tell you <laughs> that great change is coming. 
Do you because scream you. in your car when you're driving? <laughs> yes. You do? Because No. Because I'm telling you, man, like this, it, it depends on your personal chaos, right? But we all go through chaos in our lives. Yeah. And it's the level of the chaos that then eventually forces us at one point or another. Hopefully it's not a dramatic change. Yeah. And you know? just so people know, it's not like I'm upset. I'm just have a puzzle on the table. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm trying to figure out how the pieces fit together. Right. But I keep trying. Yes. You know, you keep putting things here or there. Yeah. And you're like, it doesn't look right. And right. you keep doing it. And you're like, that's not it. That's not it. That might be the that's, new that's, word. That might it. be our new uh, like tagline. Tag no snooze. No, that's not that's it. That's not it. Listen, if you made it this far, no snoozeshop.com. Bang, Grab bang. Merchy merch. Listen, if you've listened to one, or 144. There's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> we, we, there's a lot. We of, thank you. And we, we um, listen, I just sent a hat to somebody for, for sending that DM in. So let's give, let's give away a T-shirt this time. And listen, you're right? in charge these days. So if you so made, so you if you made it this far and you want a T-shirt, send a DM, say, I want the T-shirt. Can we we'll get pull it? pull them together, about, uh, pick a rando, and send it. What? Can you talk into the microphone, CV? Come on, man. Wow. CV's, CV's switching it up. Sorry, it's not going to be that easy. CV's got a, uh, he's making it difficult for <laughs> Are you Are you going to sign the shirt? Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. What if we did like a, send a, an idea for a topic? Okay. And the best topic gets the, the I like shirt. that. Yeah. I like that. Send a topic idea. I think we'll you, send you someone a shirt. should send a video of them benching 333 pounds because it's like inconvenient to <laughs> the do. The big you know? 330. The yeah. 333. Like trying to bench. do the math. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. what do I hang here? <laughs> Just chickens. Oh, man. All right. Another good one in the books. Guys, we thank you as always. Until next time, stop snoozing. Get up and get after it. And go change your damn life, all right? Stop and being soft. And ask yourself, is that it? Because <laughs> it's probably That's not. That's not it. That's another Epi in the books. Go follow us on Instagram and Facebook at No Snooze Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, No Snooze. Come on. Come on. <laughs> <laughs>